0: From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News starts right now. On today's broadcast, the Korean Medical Association's Emergency Committee convenes to discuss collective action. A U.S. special envoy pledges to enhance cooperation with the international community on the North Korean defector issue. And South Korean swimmers win their first World Championship relay medal. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Hee Jin-kun. The Korean Medical Association's Emergency Steering Committee is set to convene its first meeting Saturday afternoon to discuss ways to protest the government's planned expansion of the medical school admissions quota. The committee is expected to consider various methods of collective action, such as KMA members' suspension of patient consultation en masse and when to launch the group action. This comes after a group representing trainee doctors announced that residents and interns at the so-called Big Five General Hospitals in Seoul will stage a walkout starting Tuesday, while medical students have also decided to take leaves of absence en masse the same day. Last week, the KMA's leadership resigned following the government's quota expansion announcement before forming its emergency committee. Committee Chief Kim Tae-woo on Wednesday pledged to block the government's irrational expansion plans. Meanwhile, medical school students across the country have reaffirmed a plan to take leaves of absence en masse, objecting to the government's planned expansion of schools' admissions quota. The Korean Medical Students Association announced on Saturday that its members decided to push ahead with the move starting Tuesday during an extraordinary general meeting the previous night. The association, comprising students from 40 medical schools, had previously approved the decision on Thursday. The association revealed that a survey of over 90% of medical students nationwide conducted on Thursday and Friday showed that more than 90% of respondents supported taking leaves of absence en masse. The Education Ministry in response held an online meeting with heads of academic affairs officers at medical schools on Friday urging them to take stern measures to ensure that the students' leaves of absence are not approved. The U.S. State Department's Special Envoy for North Korea's Human Rights Issues, who is visiting South Korea, pledged to enhance cooperation with the international community to prevent forced repatriation of North Korean defectors. According to Seoul's Unification Ministry on Saturday, U.S. Special Envoy Julie Turner made the pledge during a meeting with young North Korean defectors at a ministry-run inter-Korean cultural center the previous day. Turner said the visit to the center was meaningful as it provided a chance to understand Seoul's settlement support system for the defectors and to have an in-depth conversation with them. Last Thursday, the U.S. envoy met with Kang Jong-sok, a ministry official in charge of human rights, for talks on the importance of recording North Korea's rights violations and bilateral cooperation on assisting Koreans in the U.S. reunite with their families in the regime separated since the Korean War. North Korea slammed South Korean and U.S. Air Force joint reconnaissance activities over the Korean Peninsula, saying they're escalating a war crisis in the region. In a commentary on Saturday, the North's state-run Korean Central News Agency said the Allies have intensified their acts of espionage this month, adding such moves are a clear threat to the regime and a serious provocation. The KCNA claimed that the U.S. combat, sent and rivet joint electronic reconnaissance aircraft, South Korea's Global Hawk high-altitude unmanned aerial vehicle and PSI airborne early warning and control flight aircraft attempted to collect wide-ranging intelligence from the North's inland regions. The state-run mouthpiece said the Allies have engaged in such espionage on a near daily basis since the start of the new year, and that they have deliberately exposed flight tracks to provoke the regime. It said Pyongyang is keenly monitoring the enemy military's impulsive behaviour, and that could exacerbate the war crisis, adding the regime maintains battle readiness to strike and destroy enemy forces at any time. You're now listening to the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul, Korea. A cargo ship and an LNG carrier crashed in waters six kilometres southwest of Yasa Island in Wando County, South Chola Province, early Saturday, with 77 people on board the two vessels, all rescued some four hours later. According to the Wando Coast Guard station, the 5,900-ton freighter and the 9,000-ton LNG carrier collided at around 4.20 a.m., after which a helicopter and a patrol vessel were deployed for rescue. All of the people on board were wearing life vests, and none are reportedly in critical condition. While the vessels were damaged, neither are likely to sink underwater. While the Jejud- registered freighter was transporting vehicles and containers at the time of the crash, the Panama-flagged LNG carrier had no cargo on board. The Coast Guard has begun inspection of the vessels to ensure there is no additional damage from the crash. With the freighter confirmed to have exceeded the passenger limit, authorities are looking into the exact account of the crash. Operation of the Gyeongwon railway line connecting Seoul and eastern Gangwon province was partially suspended from Friday afternoon due to electricity supply issues. According to the Korea Railroad Corporation, operation between Soyosan station and Yeoncheon station was halted from around 5 p.m. Friday. As a response... Corail started operating shuttle buses as alternative transportation while dispatching workers to restore power supply. The Korea National Railway, which built the suspended section, said a lightning arrestor at Yunchun station had been damaged several times since last December and that it plans to conduct a close on-site inspection. A Coral official said operation for the section is expected to resume next week following an inspection on Monday. A new generation of South Korean swimmers, including Hwang Sonu and Kim min came in second in the men's 800-metre relay at the 2024 World Aquatics Championships. It is the first world championship medal for South Korea in relay swimming. The national team of four swimmers, also including Yang Jiehun and Yi Hojun, finished the race with a record of 7 minutes and 1.94 seconds at Doha Aspire Dome in Qatar on Saturday. With the latest medal, Hwang seon nu has now four world championship medals, the highest in number for a South Korean swimmer in the tournament, followed by legendary Olympic champ Park tae and Kim Su-ji, each with three medals. And that's the news from KBS World Radio News Center in Seoul. I'm Heejin Koo, signing off.